The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I am your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I want to begin by wishing you all a very happy St. Patrick's Day. And this next few days, beginning today through till Sunday, is a wonderful opportunity to connect with spirits through the nature kingdom. St. Patrick's Day is closely connected with the elemental beings of Ireland, the Emerald Isle and the leprechauns and the fairy spirits and sprites. And I'll just tell you a quick little story because it's, a, it's one of my personal favorites. I was on rugby tour in my previous life as a school principal in Ireland and we were in Blarney Castle where you swing upside down and kiss the Blarney Stone. And after we'd been involved in that, we were in the grounds of the castle and, and we were actually in the fairy dell I spotted this black and white cat lying down and obviously engrossed in watching something. So I got one of the students on on the tour to take a photograph of this cat. And sure enough, unbelievably, just a few, uh, probably two feet in front of the black cat, there is a leprechaun, quite clearly shown on the the digital camera. Um, And it just gives us this awareness that because we can't see these beings does not mean that they do not exist. And so from today until this weekend, which is the equinox, it's a wonderful time to go out into nature and be with nature and know that you are surrounded by these other beings of light who simply want you to acknowledge them and connect with them and, and be at one with them. The equinox on Saturday is actually for many belief systems the beginning of a new year. So it's a wonderful time to set some intention for yourself for this year. And it's a still point when the night and day come into alignment exactly equal. So it's a time when we can step between the veils, between the cracks, into the other realms. Which leads me to my guest today, who is Deborah Skye. And Deborah is going to be talking about the seen and the unseen realms today. So welcome to the show, Deborah. Thank you so much, Peter. It's a privilege to be here. So what are your plans for the Equinox this weekend? Do you have some ceremony uh, on the schedule? Yes, I do, Peter. On Sunday, I'm going to have around 60 people at my house in Toronto down the beaches, and I'm going to be doing ceremony 
We are going to be doing harmonics with frequencies, um, the Hathors, and we'll be setting the intention of the new year, the Maya New Year, and really taking a look at the vibrational tone of setting in what it is we want to create in all the five different levels of our lives, you know, the physical, the emotional, spiritual, the etheric, and also with the elementals on the planet in co-creating a reality really based on the harmonics of just life itself and, and, and being, again, in that co-creative manner. So I feel that when we come together in ceremony, we remind each other of the incredible uniqueness and the beauty and the power that we have within and, of course, in relationship to nature. So it's going to be a really nice evening. Now, some of our listeners may not be familiar with the Hathors and also the vibrational tones that you are talking about. So just expand a little bit on that uh, for us. Okay. um, Well, the Hathors are a, I'll just call them a race of beings. Um, They're very prominent in Egypt, in the Temple of Dendera, and they personally for myself have always had a very deep place in my heart since I was very young and I really didn't know until I got younger what it really meant to me and what Dendra was and what the Hathors were. But it's a very feminine goddess energy, nurturing. And uh, that's where we are in this time. We're, We're moving and we have already moved into the feminine, the divine female. And speaking about harmonics and frequencies, everything is energy. So when we correlate our lives in a harmonic balance to who we are, we create that in the world around us. So by setting detention in frequencies, in harmonics, we're really saying to the play around us with nature, with the universe, and with all the beings, of course, unseen to most, we're saying we want to participate We want to participate in creating an energy which will sustain me and you at the same time. So when I speak of harmonics and frequencies, what I'm doing is just stating that this energy is something that I want to be in partnership with and just stating that out loud, too, or internally. So for those who are interested, probably a really good website to go to would be that of Tom Kenyon. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tom has the ability to make these... Uh, sacred tones that get us to come into alignment and attunement. And he actually has available on his website uh, a vibrational uh, alignment attunement with the pineal gland, which resides in the center of the brain. And it's critically important that that particular organ gets stimulated um, at this time because it, it will not only bring your health up to the highest it can be in terms of the immune system, but it will also open you up to your extrasensory awareness. And it's interesting you were talking about the Hathors and and Egypt because we now know that the great uh, pyramid in Egypt was really a uh, sound chamber which when the right vibrational tones were sounded resonated not only throughout the pyramid but actually throughout the land surrounding that area. So this is profoundly important work to to bring together uh, in Mm -hmm. this harmonious way. So so thank you, Rebecca. Do Do you want to add anything, Deborah, to... To, uh, the oh, no, that's, that's good. You, you, you covered in, in, in actually speaking about how the harmonics, too, in Egypt from the Giza, from that area, is actually resonates throughout all the land, and uh, it's still very much alive, and working in that method 
not just in Egypt, but to the crystalline grid around the planet, too. So when we do come together in ceremony, we are really, you know, raising the energy and speaking to the earth in the crystalline grid and connecting that with all different places in sacred ceremony. So it's important for everyone to realize that when you, when you come together, and there are many ceremonies happening place all over the globe on, on uh, Saturday and Sunday, and connecting to the crystalline grid. So even if you go out on your own or in a very small group, just know and set the intention to connect in with everybody else who is involved in, in sacred ceremony this weekend. So Deborah, just tell us um, a little bit about your, your background and, and perhaps even your own awakening and how that came about. Well, when do we want to start on this? My gosh. It, <laughs> at the it, beginning. At the it, beginning. beginning, well, hmm, um, at the beginning was my recurring past lives when I was six years old up till I was around 17. And um, what had happened is I would continue each night go into the same date. I would, not before I even close my eyes, I would be in a different location. And what I found out later on in life, Peter, is that this is southern France in 1465, and I am a maiden there, and I'm there's a woman who had continually chased me, and that would be my mother in this lifetime. So, you know, <laughs> we really do roam with our family throughout different uh, timelines. And what happened... I mean, it wasn't, it was scary as a child because the interpretation it was not yet made as an adult mind would understand. And what happened is that developed, I began studying when I was 11 years old, and I began delving into understanding more about the Akashic Records, reading up on Edgar Cayce, on the ancient cultures and civilizations. And what this was, Peter, was really a remembrance and just a teaching tool to myself of letting me know that all of these memories that I have, all of these experiences are just very normal for me. And then at 14 years old, I went to Chichen Itza in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. And that is a strong marker in my life because I walked onto the, the pyramid grounds, the temple grounds, and I, I literally became me in that parallel reality, in that coexisting reality and everywhere and I looked around everybody was in the clothing of the time my husband was on top of the, the major pyramid I knew every single pathway nook garden I knew where the cenote was I knew where the observatory was I knew the whole land laid out and I even had people walk by me and look at me in that zone and smile at me and acknowledge me so at 14 years old, being in that knowledge, again, it was really normal. And I didn't speak to anybody about this. I didn't speak to my parents who I was with. I just followed my, my intuition throughout the whole grounds. And I've been going back to Chichen Itza since that time. And I've done ceremony for probably 12 different times now. And uh, that was a very big marker for me, was 14 years old. And I've, got a, there's so I've many. got a couple of so uh, important questions to ask you. Um, I can't imagine what it was like as a six-year-old to become aware of, of uh, this other world or this other realm. How did you manage and deal with that? Well, it was quite um, terrifying because 
just the, you're six years old, you go to close your eyes, before you close your eyes, you're dropping into another reality, literally, you're dropping into another reality, knowing you're young, and most kids talk about falling. Yes. Well, because they're moving, they're falling into a, they're sliding into another place, another dimension, another existence, another timeline, whatever it may be. And so what happened, and it consistently happened in one place in my house. And that would be my bedroom at the time. <laughs> so I believe now that there is actually an energetic grid line in that place because it didn't happen anywhere else in the house, but just in my bedroom. It was a very live, live atmosphere psychically. And so what happened is I would close my eyes and I'd literally fall to the side and I'd be there and I could, I could smell the air. I, could, I knew every stone, uh, cobblestone, it was nighttime every single time, and it was extremely strange, yet familiar. And see, because of my mind of a six-year-old in this world, it's very difficult to interpret these things. So what I do with my daughter is when she has any of these things come up, I always ask her, turn around and say somebody, ask them specific questions. Why am I here? Who are you? And, you know, what do I need to do? Because then you can really command the space and go, okay, and, and really accelerate it. So for me, Peter, it was, it was a real growing stage because it continued. This, it's, the same dream continued until I was 17 years old. Deborah, we're coming, up to up our, we're coming up to our first break, so I, I want to continue this uh, okay. discussion afterwards because it's a fascinating one and an important one for all the kids who have these awarenesses. This is Peter Tung with uh, Deborah Sky returning after the break. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. 
It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary, Ryan, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to I'm get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And I have with me today Deborah Sky and, and Deborah, I'm going to ask you this question because I tried to call you Rebecca uh, in that first segment, so I'm not sure if we have a past life together where you were named <laughs> Rebecca. Do you have any memory of that? Um, no, but uh, many people do call me um, Barbara or oh, Rebecca. Okay. Yes, either <laughs> or. It's been it's been consistent, Barbara or Rebecca, and I don't know why, but that's just how it is. <laughs> okay. So you were talking just before the break about um, the experiences you had as a young child and, and how you are working with your own daughter if she has experiences. And I think, well, I don't think I know, there are many, many children who have these incredible um, dimensional experiences and their parents don't know what to do. So just, just talk to us a little bit about how you manage that and how kids can, in fact, um, experience these dimensional shifts and past life time frames in a way that's safe and, and becomes meaningful for them? Well, I mean, for one thing, Luminous chose me as a mom because she already knew that I would be able to guide her and um, really teach her to work in the world of the multidimensional realms because she's very much like that. And what happens is when Luminous has any kind of experiences, she's able to come and talk to me and we sit and we have a discussion about it and, and we delve into it. And I can tell when she's really gone far out energetically because her energy and her brainwave pattern has changed. And so when it's that changed, I know that she's having a very extraordinary experience and I question so much when, she, when her brainwave patterns change. Um, and I'm saying that because I can feel it. I can feel somebody's um, overall energy field. And because she's my daughter, too, I'm able to click in and really look at her body and know where she's healthy or she's ill or something's off or emotionally. So what happened when she was younger is she was sleeping by herself in a bedroom, and she had this immense blue light sit right beside her, and she called out to me. And... I already knew there was energy in her room because it had it had built up over the last couple of days, 
And then she just looked at me shocked. She's like, Mommy, there's this big blue light. And I said, well, did you ask its name? She looked at me really quizzical, and she was like, no. <laughs> and I asked her, I said, well, ask its name and see if anything comes back. And if you feel that it's good, talk to it. And if you don't know if it feels good or not, just ask it to leave. And, Peter, i got to tell you, that moment changed her experience from there on in because she learned to accept that experience right there and then because her mind was saying, wow, this is something that I don't see all the time. How am I supposed to respond? And because I said it's acceptable, it's okay, and this is just what happens. It's normal. You'll see lots of different colors throughout your life speak to these things because they're showing up for a reason. Now she tells me all the time when these things happen. So I think parents have to become like children and ask questions from our children because children are masters, and these children are very different. They know. So if we're able to sit and watch and discover through their eyes what they're seeing, the relationship that they'll be able to have is one of trust and one of loving kindness with the other worlds they live in. And that's, that's a major shift from the old days when parents typically denied the child's experience and said, oh, you made it up, you thought that happened, or you thought you saw this or this. And so that just shuts down the child um, in terms of their own belief systems. And so what you're saying is we actually have to do the opposite and just be really open and accepting and, and, and to actually find out what actually is happening and, and, and what the connection is all about. True. And the thing is, Peter... The generation and the generations before, um, they were only repeating the generation they came from, and we're changing that for the next generations to come. So instead of repeating a pattern of being shut down emotionally and dealing and not dealing with the emotions of what we have, just saying, listen, it has to be a different way because we've already come from a generation where most of our parents have been emotionally shut down from wars, from dislocations, and so many different reasons. And each generation comes in with an innate knowledge to always evolve further than once they come in from. So when we're aware of that, and if you're conscious of that, then it's so much easier to just be a parent and hang out. And, and when you do have these repeated programs pop up, you can recognize and go, oh, that's my dad. I don't have to say that. That's, just, that's my dad's imprint. You know, and be able to just stop in the moment and look at the child and go, okay, that one's gone. Let's just be in the moment with the kid. Let's just be the child and experience what's going on. And it just really allows the children of today to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel nurtured, and to feel their own trust. And I was born with that trust. And to just have that, it doesn't matter what you're doing in the world, it doesn't matter what's happening around you, um, seen and unseen, it is a really innate knowledge. And that's why I do ceremony, Peter, is to bring people back to that connectivity, to remind people that everybody has it. It's just most people have been shut down, that's all. And, and I know one of the pieces, one of the most important pieces of work that you do in, in working with people is this whole idea of releasing the past and, and these repeating patterns that come through our family lineage. So just talk about that a little bit for us. 
Well, what happens is we choose the lineage, the the parents we come in from, into. But what also happens is we're also encoded with every generation on our parents' side, their parents' side, and so forth and so on. So it's a... I don't want to go too much into science or quantum fields, but we are everything that has ever been. And we also carry the possibilities and also the pain. So there are times when I'm working with people and I can see some a grandmother, a great-great-grandmother in four generations on the father's side who had done something that the father was carrying emotionally and that the daughter received through just the interaction. And this woman is asking for healing. And this is going on more so now because we are coming up to a time when every piece of unhealed dimensional awareness must be healed and come back to wholeness, to a cohesiveness. So it's very interesting because the genetic healing happens in an instant. And see, the thing is, Peter, I'm able to see these people physically. I don't just see them in my mind. I see them physically. So they present themselves to me because they know I can see them and they know I can dialogue with them. So they come out and they say, hey, okay, back in 1849, I was in a war. This happened or I died and I died a terrible death. And these are the things I for, I didn't forgive myself with. And this woman in front of you is sitting with that energy because I never healed. And this is very, very different from the other work I had been doing before. And this just evolved in the last two years that these genetic lineages started showing up and presenting them to me to be healed. So it's extremely fascinating, and it happens in a second. So because just, it's ready. Uh, just, just to, to clarify here for me, because I think I understand this, but I just want to be clear. So, yep. for example, someone could be carrying some or, or exhibiting some disease today, which people say is a genetic predisposition, and you're saying that's going back to often a situation or circumstance that one of their lineage uh, experienced in history, and you're now having these people emerge to show you how that healing can take place through time and through the family DNA. Yes. That yeah. and also, oh, absolutely. It's, it, and it's, again, it's, it's pretty quick because when you're ready to heal, you do. When, you're, when you show up to let go of things, even if you're unconscious of what's going on, energy speaks louder to me than a person's mind can. And I'm speaking mind as an ego because the logics of an individual might not understand that but the energetics of an individual and their blueprint does understand that and it, it seeks balance. So yeah, whether it's, whether it's psychological, I mean, look at, look at schizophrenia and depression that comes down through generations. I mean, there is a lot going on there. A when lot you say of it, can be, it can be healed in an instant, um, what actually do you do? Well, it's energy, so I don't know how to explain doing a session with somebody in energy because if you're not present to the experience, it's hard to express what's physically going on. And I'm not really, I'm not doing anything. I'm, well, I am doing something, but 
if you just watch, I'm literally standing in front of somebody, and what I'm doing is looking, and I'm speaking, and it's not even out loud. I'm looking into the timelines, and I work with DNA. I work with the cellular memory, and I just know how to use vibrational color frequencies to uplift, restore, and cleanse density. So when that density, which we call emotions, <laughs> um, when they're released, there is this huge possibility of energy waiting to be filled. And what happens is we fill that new energy with the possibility of happiness or joy. Sounds like a beautiful experience. <laughs> We're coming up to our second break, and I'm having a fascinating discussion with Deborah Skye's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Uh, 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 <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tung left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm. The Awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. And we're talking today with Deborah Skye, and Deborah was giving us a wonderful illustration before the break of, of healing through the generations, the lineage of families. And Deborah, presumably because it's all energy, you can do this with the person in front of you or at a distance as well. Oh yes, it, it doesn't matter. Um, energy is energy. I can, I can bilocate. I can, I can be anywhere. It doesn't matter where the person is on the planet. Um, all I do is just connect um, with the vibration of the individual, and then I'm able to access um, any of the, the codes and uh, be able to look through the, the records of understanding um, just the soul's journey, really. So having, having cleared those emotional uh, issues or, or aspects of, of the self that are, that are almost being held back from, from past life situations or lineage of the family, once we've cleared that, we're looking now to, to direct our future, what, what our future path is. So talk to us a little bit about how that works. Okay, I just want to point out to the listeners, just think about this one thought, okay? Most, of course. Most things that you do in life is about the past. You think about the past, you carry the past. Now, there's a history on this planet, and that history is known, so we're able to go back in time and look at it and everything else and kind of go, wow, okay, well, that happened and this happened. It's written. We know about that. Now... When that story and the energy of that story is cleared of what you've been carrying, the future creates a new pathway in the brain. In the neural pathway of your brain, new receptors are being formed in the frontal lobe, and in the back of the brain, the old patterns are being released. And this I love going into the future. Because you can physically and energetically feel the shift, no matter who you are, of new neural pathways taking place. And you're able to create new possibilities based on fields of experiences that are absolutely unknown to the physical presence. So I'm able to connect with, say, a other parallel reality of myself in 7,000, I don't know what you would call AD, um, in a totally different universe. And when I connect with that energy, what happens is I'm able to use that information for the benefit of who I am now and advance myself. And the energy is very, very different. And we use this with like the secret, the movie, you know, creating what you want in the future, creating vision boards. It's, it's saying, this is what I would like in my life. So what you're doing is you're moving into the future and magnetizing the things that you want in your life towards you. And yes, there has to be some level of belief because what's the point of wanting something when your heart's not in it? And the more you believe you can have something in life, and it's not just material objects. It's personal value to yourself. 
that can and will create. And when you bring people around you who can really support that vision and support that energy, you really are on a path of transformation leading to where you want to be. And we really don't know exactly how that unfolds, and that's the beautiful part. Because when you let go of that past and you open up to the future, you really are in the present moment, and you're just accepting what takes place, yet with intention. Now, in your own experience, I I understand that you you have been given the opportunity uh, through your training with with, uh, your guides uh, to see into the future of the of the coming shift. Yes, I am, and I have. So, can you talk to us about that? Well, we've heard so many years about the fifth dimension. We've heard so much about this new world that's coming in, this new embodiment of what that is. And Peter, I just have to tell you, it's exquisite. It is. It's so divine, and it's amazing, and it's beautiful. And even though we believe we exist here, we do exist in other realities, and I'm not going to go deep into that, but everybody is privy to be able to experience a higher dimensional awareness, and that takes place by, of course, doing work of of going to sacred sites, of doing cleansing the body, making sure there's tons of water in your body, and connecting at your heart center. And one thing that's the most important thing about the coming changes, well, they're not even coming because they've already happened. Um, we're already in them. We're already in that moment of a major acceleration. And the work now is to stay connected in the heart. And people say, oh, yeah, okay, that's so simple. It's not simple. It's, it's, it's breathing through your heart. It's thinking through your heart. It's leading through your heart. And it's existing through your heart, which means there's no judgment. There's no past. There's no future. And you're just creating in the moment. And that really is what most enlightened people um, have been striving for, is that moment of samadhi to, to create that pure awareness. And that's what happens in that dimension. It is a titillating groundedness that is indescribable of pure joy and unconditionality. And we've heard so many, so many different streams of thoughts of the, um, of wanting to ascend. And people equate that to actually leaving the body. That's called escapism and denial. And we don't want to do that. We want to be so grounded in our physicality that once you get into that physicality and groundedness, you're able to move and shift in all dimensions because that's where it happens. You can't be outside your body and be in 10 dimensions at the same time. You can only do that when you're in that moment. So the fifth dimension of what has been spoken about, the new earth, we are on the cusp of that. So when you use words like exquisite and amazing and divine, tell us a little bit about that. What, what, What have you experienced? Well, I've had a, um, an, an incredible moment um, when I was down in um, Guatemala, and I was guided to go there in October, and I'm bringing a group down there this October also. And what happened is I was given instruction by Spirit, 
and that's a, a com- that's a council of light actually. And um, these are ancient beings that are in that location, and they gave me specific instructions of what to do, when to show up, one on what date. So I did, and I showed up. And what happened there was I was able to experience the second cycle in the Mayan calendar, and I was able to experience with Tzatziki Poco, which is me in that timeline. Um, an experience that brought me into the fifth dimension because this has already happened. All of these the, these experiences have already happened. We're just becoming aware of them. We're moving into that timeline or, or into that moment of shifting. So when people speak about 2012, they speak about destruction and catalysm and all this stuff. Possibility, yes, but there's also a possibility of creating beauty. And I was able to experience that firsthand and what happens, Peter, is you know how we look at the world around us and we're, we're here, we see things, but you look at a color and there's a color and it's kind of outside of you. You're looking at it and you're like, oh, that's a beautiful blue. In that dimension, you are that blue. That blue is part of you. And when you look at the earth, you can feel the vibration of the energy moving and caressing a blade of grass. You can feel the penetration and the energy of the sun's rays beating through your cells. Back in Lemurian times, this is, this is how it was. There was no separation. It was all unity consciousness. And this is what we're in. We're moving into the unity consciousness, which is the heart center, divine feminine energy. So I hope that explains a little bit about what that it, it does. Now, you, you said like. that you experienced the second cycle of the Mayan calendar, which is in the past. So how does that relate yes. to where we are now and coming in? Because we're coming up into the ninth cycle in 2011, the end, the end of the eighth now. So That's how does that cycle relate to this cycle? Okay, well, what you're speaking of is the Tzolkan. I'm speaking of the long count. I'm speaking of okay. a, a larger. We have five cycles within a 26,000 year, right? So yes, yes. in a larger cycle, the second cycle is really far in the past. <laughs> um, so coming up to where we are, we are coming up to a culmination of many, many timelines all converging. Um, many people speak about time speeding up. Well, we have a, a, and, and being stressful because we don't have enough time in the day. What's happening is we have many different sequential moments happening all at the same time. And when I speak about the second cycle, I'm speaking about the second cycle when the the earth shifted. And we're coming up to the end of this grand cycle, which is the 26-year Palladian cycle. And in that, there's a larger Venetian cycle and on and on, because in the mind count, we are in very different ranges of the cycles. We're coming up to our final break, Deborah, so I'm going to hold you there for a moment. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. 
How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And I have with me Deborah Skye who has already experienced the shifts that are approaching. So having done so, Deborah, perhaps you could uh, tell the listeners what would be a wise thing for them to do in preparation for this coming shift of the ages. One of the um, most important things is water quality in the physical body to release any toxins and to really um, help out the electrolytes and the frequencies which are in your body and what you can do is you can put salt, Himalayan salts or Epsom salts in your bath to take out any toxins from the environment. And we have an accumulation of those things, so everybody has them. And it's just in the air. Purifying the body is so important that the outer planets have asked specifically for us humans to assist them in cleansing 
the planet, in co-creating the cleansing of the oceans, and then back moving out to the outer planets, because it's all elemental, and we're all elemental-based. So when you look at that, we need to be in a partnership with the world around us. And as we already know, the system and society has created that imbalance of shifting those things away from the natural order. And what you want to do is focus on affirmative ideas. You want to look at your life and say, what doesn't work for me? And really be honest. Really be honest. If you're in a relationship and it doesn't work, be honest and say, hey, this is not working for me. How can I love myself better? And if you can't get out of that situation, just what can you do for yourself? What can you do to nurture your body, your mind, your wholeness, and your being? You know, we have so many incredible, incredible things of creativity. And I'm saying things because there's unlimited possibilities of what we can create. Stimulate your mind. Read something. Do something that you have not done yet. Create a new neural pathway in your brain. You know, surround yourself with people that are going to support you in whatever it is that you want in your life. You know, most people hang around with their family and friends, and family members are very discordant. And I'm not saying it's all families, but really, most families are very dysfunctional, and they continue to breed off of that off of dense emotions. You want to be able to have healthy, healthy boundaries and learn to respect yourself as the ultimate being. Because what happens when you do that, everything around you begins to alter towards that respectful self. The integrity and the love that you have for yourself will show up around you. And beyond the water... The earth is asking for every single person to be in their heart. Please spend 10 minutes while you're driving in your car, while you're sitting, while you're in the grocery mart, whatever you're doing in front of your computer, put your hand on your heart if you need to, and just connect and just give thanks for your body because we are spiritual beings. We are having a human condition. And we don't understand what the human condition is to the spirit because it's very unbalanced. We want to bring that relationship back to one of organic purity. So that's something that has been asked by the ancients, the elders, the earth. The wow, that's, uh, that's, that's powerful stuff. Thank you so much, Deborah. <coughs> that's, that's a lovely little two-minute summary of what we need to do for sure. I just want to give you uh, the chance to, to talk about your own uh, website and, and, and that event that you have coming up uh, in, in the fall. So just tell us about these things. In October, from October 8th to the 24th, I'm doing a sacred journey in Guatemala to Tikal, Yaksha, uh, Yakshtun, and to El Mirador. El Mirador is an ancient site. It is really the cradle of the Mayan ancient culture. And this is where the Papavul, the most ancient script of the Mayans, is said to have been recreated of the twin heroes. And this location is a five-day journey, two days walking in and two days walking out. And it is in the Ten region, um, surrounded by 
incredible, incredible uh, temple. It is the largest temple on the planet, and it is very, very secluded. I'm very honored to be asked to lead this group in there and to do sacred ceremony. And we will be there um, with elders, with the indigenous community, and we will be doing incredible work there. And I am calling on all masters, all people who feel guided toward this journey to really embed their selves and to take on the opportunity to be world leaders. And it's, it's just an incredible, potent time to be there. We'll be there for the 1010, uh, the 101010. So I'm ecstatic about it. Um, I'm honored. And you can go to my website, soultherapy.ca, and you can see the journey there. There's three of them coming up to Guatemala, Peru, and to Tulum. And that's a woman's wellness retreat woman only. And the journey there for 15 days in Guatemala will literally change your life. Um, again, I'm just so honored to be asked to, to lead this group there, Peter. It's, um, it's just an incredible place. Um, and this is also where I experienced the fifth dimension. And I'll be exposing that and asking Tazika Bukul to come in and with the Council of Light to assist everyone else to experience this at a sacred site that I'm not going to um, openly discuss about, but there's a particular location that I've been given to work with a group of people with the elementals in igniting this energy in that location where it happened in the second cycle. So yeah, that's, it, that's wonderful. Actually, I've got to bring you to a close. I just want to give your website again because it's soul s-o-u-l therapy.ca as opposed to dot com soul therapy.ca and deborah thank you so much for this absolutely wonderful uh, session we've had together today it's been very very enlightening and i know thank there'll be you. lots of activity on the 10 10 10 and, and this one is obviously going to be a very very special one so thank you so awesome. very much indeed for joining me today thank you namaste so next uh, week, actually, I have Ann Taylor joining me, and she will be continuing in some ways, in some detail, the same uh, past uh, clearings that we need to do through our uh, subconscious belief systems. And so I hope you will join me next week on Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Have a wonderful equinox. This is your host, Peter Tung, wishing you a wonderful week. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network